Good evening and welcome to the Laughing Monkey Music Show. Toby and Brian Wheat from Tesla. How are you? Hey, man. How are you? I'm glad we could do this. I'm glad we could. You have time. I know you got a gig tonight, so you're squeezing me in. I appreciate it. You are everywhere. So this is very cool of you to take a few to do this. Uh, my pleasure. Sorry. Uh, we've been. I know we've been trying to connect for a while and between my schedule and your schedule. I you know, I got I got sick and just you know, but we we're, we're here today, so it's a we good are day. here today. It's it's good. Um, I want to talk about the the your the music and stuff. I just want to talk, touch with the beginning. I, I didn't get to talk to you last year when your book came out, Milk mm-hmm. and Sun. I really love it. It's not just a book. I mean, you can be like a bad music lover and still like the book. I think um, it has a lot of good a lot of points about struggle and coming to terms with stuff, and it's a very real book. I, yeah. I, I want to say the first question is. It's been out for a year now. Have people come up to you and said, hey, this has really made a difference. I can relate. This makes me feel better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, yeah. In a word, yeah. People have. Uh, is it OK if I move around? Yeah. Uh, people have come up to me and said, hey, you know, because, you know, I talk about how I suffered from depression and anxiety. How I was. Yeah. Bulimic at one point. How I have, you know, ulcerative colitis, autoimmune disease. And the whole point of writing the book wasn't to write a book about the history of tesla because if jeff wrote one or frank or troy or tommy or or dave uh it would be different than mine because we all see it and remember it a certain way you know Mm -hmm. so it wasn't that it was more for kind of inner healing with all the shit i had to deal with in my life and and uh you know like just saying look you know i too i'm like one of you you know i suffer from depression i suffer from ulcerative colitis you know sometimes i'm not very friendly with people but what you don't know is it feels like someone's turning a knife in my stomach because you know my intestines are on fire and so it was kind of healing for me in the sense to put all that out there and just maybe answer a few questions to people who may have a preconceived notion of what i'm like or who i am or, or that you know so Definitely. but uh yeah i have had a lot of people reach out to me and say hey man you know it really helped me that's that's yeah, gonna just, be awesome because it's just because i mean to know that you went through it and you know that something you've done can actually make it a little better for somebody else going through it that's pretty awesome man that's you know? that's the reward you know what i mean and, there's so uh, much relatable yeah. parts in, in your book i'm sorry in your book that for people i could relate to a lot of the stories a lot of the depression and the struggling but you kept doing stuff man you didn't stop yeah well i don't know how you know i mean that's the thing uh, I, I i you know people say will you ever retire not really i mean you know well, there'll come a day where tesla won't play anymore because we'll just be too old to play and right you know, probably jeff won't I mean, we'll keep playing as long as Jeff can keep singing to the level he sings at. Yeah. Right. I don't want to be one of those bands that keeps playing when, you know, people say, oh, Jeff sounds terrible. At that point, mm-hmm. you know, you got, it's, you have a responsibility to stop. Um, but I'll always work, you know, and, you know, I, I do work in the music field. So whether it's producing or songwriting or engineering or mixing or, or whatever, but um, I, I can't not do nothing i I don't if you saw me during covid yeah um i looked pretty bad i i put on like 70 pounds and i didn't dye my hair i didn't shave i looked like a homeless dude just because i literally thought we were all gonna die 
you know, because yeah. that's what the media led you to believe that we're all going to fucking die. Pelican. And I kind of subscribed to it for a minute. And, you know, I, next thing I know, I woke up and I was 80 pounds heavier and I looked like a homeless guy. And then it was like, oh, OK, you're going back to work. And then it's like I've spent the last year and a half getting back in shape and, and, and all that. So there's always struggles in life. And you've got to, you know, sometimes they knock you down. you got to pick yourself up off the ground. You gotta hang tough, like Jeff said. That's right. It's you know, yeah. you guys have haven't have weakened now. So I mean, in the fact you sound great. I mean, the videos out there now, I haven't got a chance to see you this year. You guys are great. I mean, YouTube, everything's out there for everybody. You have a good idea of how somebody sounds nowadays. And yeah. It's yeah, great. and 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 that's good and that's bad because right. <laughs> you sound like shit. People are gonna know. You sound good, that's good too. Right. You have, it's, you, know, you have a better chance. It's like, like being a fighter, a boxer. You're only as good as your last fight. At least you got a lot more fights to put up on uh, for people to see than, than six so. minutes between. No, you guys I hope, are, are. I hope are, so. The sounds of you guys. And actually, we'll talk about songwriting. Let's hop in there a little bit, actually, so we're not wasting time. You, when you guys did your first album, you guys were still kind of new, uh, getting used to each other. It's a great rock album. But somewhere yeah. between that one and the second one, the song composition and like the layers, they still are good rock songs, but being a player and myself, it's, it changed. Do you, did you feel the change too? How the cohesiveness of your songwriting with you guys together? It, yeah. It just... Yeah. I mean, for me personally, the, the, on the first album, the one song that I, I had a lot to do with was love me, me and Frank wrote together. Yep. Right. And then, you know, on the second album, I, you know, kind of, got to paradise which is completely different you know and i was just i think i was just getting more confident you know what i mean and being not shy to propose an idea for a song or whatever because i subscribe to the to the theory that on the eighth day god created paul mccartney so (laughs) i hear um, that that's my hero right so when you listen to something like paradise that's me trying to write you know something like golden slumbers or you know that kind of you know my three favorite bands are beatles queen and led zeppelin so you know that's where i draw from when i when i when i write i guess my inner whatever i mean i listen to tons of music but those three things really resonate inside me so I, I think there was a lot of growth on that second album. Uh, you know, Tommy wrote Heaven Strail, which was, you know, that was a, a, a great song. Mm-hmm. Still a great song. We play it every night. You know, Frank's always kind of been a musical kind of genius. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, he was as good as he was. I mean, when he made that first record, he was 17. I mean, it's a good, don't so, get the first record's really good. I'm saying, but as a songwriter, like, the, the song kind of second album i didn't even i couldn't compare like paradise or heaven like there's a lot of songs in there that didn't sound like anything i've ever heard before you right I mean? way way it is yeah love, you're like love song right i mean right. you know just those four songs in itself you know are, are all different but you know they uh they still sound good today when we play them so that's a good thing it's a real good thing and you guys in every album you guys continually to stay good or get better 
and your songs are, are great. I know I know you said there's a few songs you don't like on some of them, maybe weaker ones you don't like. I know you mentioned the book, you're not a little hard yeah, on yourself. I mean, listen, you don't like every song you ever do, and I don't like every song I personally wrote or had a hand in writing. But then there are ones that stick out, and those are the ones that you wind up playing, you know, for 35 years and stuff. So um we always tried to write the best songs we could. And we were always encouraged by our A&R guy, Tom Zutat, and our managers, Peter, mentioned Cliff Bernstein. It was always kind of ingrained in us. Look, try to write the best song you can. Because we weren't, you know, pretty guys. We weren't going to make it on our looks. So it was more, you know, be your, true to yourself and write, try to write, you know, classic songs. And that's you what were, we try try to do. You guys were the non-image. Your image was being a non-image. I remember thinking yeah, that. Yeah, it was yeah, very spinal up. tap in saying that, but it was actually yeah. 100% right because, you know, I mean, we, we, we're we not an image band, but, you know, I, I was with my brother in Italy last week when we were driving and we were talking about a bunch of bands and how some bands had huge records. And I said, if you would ask me today if I would have rather had one of those huge records and been done in five or six years or had a 37 year career, I picked a 37 year career Oh, I mean, because, you know, we had big records, but we never had that big appetite for destruction or slippery when wet or hysteria or the blackout. But we always, you know, sold a million, two million records. I think the biggest record we ever did was the five man acoustic jam. So yeah, I'm pretty sure as far as sales, but, you know, now I, I, I'm up there every night and, you know, I look at Jeff and, and Frank and I go, man, it's been 37 years and we're still here. And, you know, room sold out and, you know, they're singing the songs and, you know, that's 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 a quite an accomplishment, I think. And the relationships. I mean, I know you've had changes. I know you're losing Tommy, but then I know in the, recently you guys have at least I think you guys have at least become friends again which I think is a nice me and Tommy are friends again. Yeah. And that's great. I, I'm really glad that me and him have been able to uh, get past all the bullshit. A lot of it was fueled by, you know, people doing interviews and taking shit out of right. context. And, you know, I think we were both hurt, you know, and uh, once me and him hooked back up, it, I think it was, I know it was great for my soul. And I think he feels a lot better as well. And, and, uh, I'm really happy that me and him. Uh, are, I am too. Are, I, when I heard, I, I like that kind of stuff. I don't like the, the dirt or bad stuff. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm a huge Beatles fan, right? If you look behind me, you see real small. Yeah, you like, always wanted John and Paul to make up. So when I saw right. Get Back and I saw the Beatles getting along, different from yeah. what we heard, Yeah, it felt good as a fan, didn't it? So Yeah, and, and, and George and, and Paul were real close in the end. Yeah. And everyone thought they didn't like each other. And so I said, a lot of times the media takes things. Look, we're the the five of us, six of us, seven of us now, we're all brothers. You know what I mean? So, so that'll always be there. And, and, you know, even the Troy's not here right now. Uh, he's still my brother. I love him as a brother, you know, is he and, playing again. Is he going to, I just know he's not been playing. I don't really need to get the dirt. Is well, he just, I, I don't know what's going to happen there. That's okay. remains That's to fair. be seen, but you know, Steve's out now and, and we're He playing. sounds good. He, on YouTube, he sounds good, so. <laughs> yeah, no, well, he sounds good. He sounds good in person, but I love Troy Lucchetta. I mean, I he's know. he's my brother, you know, and sometimes brothers get in arguments and fight and, you know, family, family. They're more my family right. than, than probably my blood family. I actually you was know. surprised you shared that you guys were actually 
come to blows sometimes. You share that in the book. And I, and I think it's very, very, very nice well, because, because it's very real. It, it's very real. It's true. I mean, you know, I mean, look, me and Jeff got in a fight one time. Me and Skio got, the only guy I never got in a fight with was Frank. He kicked my ass. He, Frank's like that one. Frank's, Frank's a fucking like karate guy, you know. Uh, but you know, we're brothers, man. We call each other names and cuss each other out, but we won't let you do it. Well, right. You know, and that, you that's just... the thing. You know, so it's a it's a family. It's very much a family. You know, um, and I'm thankful for each and every one of those guys. As, as we go on, I mean, I'm glad you guys are together. And, and David, what a, what, a, what a great, great player, singer that he's fit in perfectly. And you had such a, a great, the, the ingredients you had was, you know, obviously to get a band and, and did a, uh, is a lightning in the bottle situation. So to, when a member leaves, it always can be real hard. So to get somebody yeah. else that kind of comes back in there and you guys just keep going, at least on the outside, without having, skipping a lot of beats, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, Dave, Dave came out at, at a time when, we were, you know, we were having a hard time and poor Tommy was, you know, obviously having a hard time at that time. And, and, uh, he came along and, you know, kind of got us back focused and track. And he's, he's a great guy. I love Dave Rude. Yeah. He you looks, know? he looks like you guys have a lot of fun together on stage. Yeah, so he's, my, he's, he's, he's my little brother. I love, I love that guy. I love, I love all those guys. You know, I'm the one guy that, you know, thinks maybe one day we'll all play together one time. You know what I mean? That'd be a lot of fun. I, be fun. I, think, I, I think it would be great for everybody involved and great for the fans to when it's time to say goodbye. Yeah, I would I would be the guy to put up my hand and hope that we could all do it together one last time. That would be good. everybody. Everybody. You know, so. I hear you. So actually, while we're talking about music and you guys have been releasing a couple singles. Yeah. Are we going towards an album at this point, something we're soon? Because I know you're because you're touring to like what the end of September-ish, and then you guys are taking a break. It looks like at least on a schedule for touring. Yeah, I don't again. know about a full length album. Really? Um, they take a, it takes a lot of time and energy for us. And you know, let's face it, we're we're in the later part of our career now. You know, there's no denying that. I mean, you know, we're getting older. And do I want to spend two years making a record or do I want to spend two years out playing? So I think, you know, the fact that, um, uh, you know, we're putting out a song every six months or something, keeps the fans happy, keeps us creatively happy. And we can get out there and play as many shows while the quality of our live performance is still good. You can do all kinds of shit in the studio. Right. Right. But live is live. So I think now is the time to play live while we still can. And then, you know, who knows? I mean, you know, I, we'll, we'll be together till we die. That's, I'm pretty sure. You know what I mean? Well, it's interesting because you, you did an album. In, well, Shock was a 2019 came out and then yeah. you two, two more singles. So it does feel like you're in the pattern of doing more music again. That's why. Like, yeah, you know no, saying? we're playing music. It's just look, shock was a lot of work, and a lot of blood, sweat, and tears went in that. And and uh, you know, Phil Collin really invested himself in it. Yeah, and and I did as well, and the band did. And and you know, we just it, it's funny that album because I really like that album. But then I talked to a lot of people who absolutely hate it, and it's like, 
well, okay, that's a strong word, hate, right? It's like we were trying something different, you know, and and I think there's some great stuff on that album. I think Jeff sounds fucking amazing on that album. Phil got the best, some of the best vocals I ever heard from Jeff. I think, um, and, and it, it's just we just don't have it in us to 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 do that. And the clock's ticking, and you know, people haven't seen us for the last two years because of COVID. So, you know, will I say we'll never do another album? I can't say that. But I can say I don't think so. I think we'll do a couple songs here, a couple songs there. And that's that's what, you know, that's the plan as it sits today. But we change all the time. You know, and that's what I tell people. I mean, you know, we never try to calculate what we're doing. We just do it. And right now, this is where we're at. I mean, a year from now, we could be having a different conversation. I think that was shocked, though. I think what you're right some of the fans were, were divided with that one when i first heard it there's a bunch of songs like 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 a normal fan i loved and some of them i'm like all right okay and it's just recently like a month or two ago i went back and listened to it and those songs that weren't sticking out are jumping out at me now it's like so apparently this is an album that kind of gotta go back to a few times for me at least you know what i mean i, finding, I think finding so. i think it. i think it was a little different it was it was obviously a lot more produced than, well, I think than, it sounded like Death Leopard a little bit in some of the choruses, and I, and yeah, I think that's yeah, what that's got people got their got their fur going. We had a little bit of a debate about about that, and you know, look, we let Phil produce, and uh, he's like, "No, let's do it this way." And we said, "Okay, man, we're going to let you," you know, because we love and respect Phil, and he's great. Yeah, and, you know, hindsight being twenty twenty, what. You know, on something like We Can Rule the World, um, you know, I, I specifically had said to Phil, I think these harmonies sound too much like you guys, not enough like us. Mm-hmm. And I, I might fight a little harder for that today, but it is what it is. You know what I mean? And doesn't make the song not a, a very good song. It's a great song. You know, I mean, I love that song. So it's just, you know, I tell people an album is a snapshot of where you are at that particular time in your career. Mm-hmm. And that's where we were then. We were on tour with Def Leppard. We were real tight with those guys. We've always been real tight. Phil's always been a brother to us. And we made that record with Phil. And I, I think it's a great record. I love it. For the people who don't, is look, I'm a huge fan of Paul McCartney, right? Mm-hmm. There's a, a bunch of records he made I didn't care for. I still love Paul McCartney and they're still yeah. great ones. And those are the ones I listened to. And even the ones that I didn't like, I go back to and go, oh, that was great. You know, that, that not everything and not everything Tesla does is going to be great. You know, we try, but, you know, we're only human. And, and, you know, a lot of people love shock, but it was the most abided record we ever had, which I, I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. I think I'd rather have people love you and hate you than just kind of go, oh, it's okay. I wonder if it's people like that say they hated it or people that don't like Def Leppard because well, probably you know what I'm saying? people. And I think maybe people that, you know, are used to us sounding a certain way, you know, and, and they don't want, you know, to change. And, you know, the last, the last couple of things have reverted back towards the old school sound mm-hmm. of Tesla. So, you know, I'll be the one pushing to do some new school Tesla. That's the balance, right? Me and Frank, you know, Frank, Frank likes raw and, you know, yeah. spur of the moment. And I like architected. 
you know i mean that's and that's what makes us and both and your producers put, too right yeah so, and when we both put <laughs> our heads together we usually come up with something you know re really really good there's the time to rock single we're just finishing up for this year we got like six seven more shows and then we're done and then you know we'll pick back up first part of next year and you know look for some more dates and you know another song and you know more good stuff just bringing it to the people we're going to come to your town and throw it down that's awesome i'll be asking you i even love real real i just go through like real real is like oh, real, real. I love. Yeah. one of the things i'm doing on the off time is i'm mastering it for vinyl it's going to come oh. out yeah next I'm year i'm a vinyl guy so yeah so am I. I i'm a total vinyl guy so uh um yeah, ne next year. That that's that's coming out next year on vinyl. Both cool. both, both, both of them. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're both strong. I, I really. I just, oh, I love it. That was a fucking lot of fun, man. It was and that was at a time when Dave had just joined, so we were just getting to know Dave, and we kind of went back to like being in the garage playing cover songs. You know, like when me and Frank first started, and it was real real fun. That was I love that. It's that's a that's a. I fun... actually went back and listened to some of the originals of some of those because there's a couple I didn't know and or I hadn't heard in so long, and I was yeah. like, "Holy crow!" I like some of these versions better than the originals, and that's when you know it's a good jam. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, we we thought you know Susie was a cover and so is Signs. So you should check out the version of the Ocean we did sometime. That's really good. I, I've heard it. It's good. I love it. Yeah, I have some stuff in the vaults that one day hopefully we'll be able to put out. Um, you know, if we ever get to this box set we've been talking about for years, that's just contractual shit between us and, and Universal Records that right. we can't come to terms on. But, you know, there's some other cool, real cool shit that it'll all come to light one day, you know. So that's there's awesome. still gas in the tank, man. Well, you guys keep playing. Thank you, man. This is awesome. You all take right, care. Bye. All right. I'm